Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are anchor moms. Hi. Hello? Are you going to go first? I couldn't no, tell what was happening. Go, I was just going to say, hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> hello, friends. Uh, coming to you from our little tiny booth uh, in the WLOS podcast studio. It sounds so sophisticated. It does. It sounds very fancy. It's not. I mean, it's 100% not. Um, l- something is missing. We don't have our headphones on. Oh. Right? I knew something felt awkward. There we go. Hey. Hi. Rough start this morning, Woo! folks. I know. Um, so as we're recording this, it's the end of September. This podcast will drop the first week in October. Um, we have our Halloween decorations up, had them up for a couple of days. The only people in the neighborhood and we're coming in hot this year, you guys. Do you have inflatables? We just bought, we haven't put it up. That's the one thing. It just came last Mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's an inflatable, like, 12-foot ghost. Mm -hmm. But we do have several black cats in the yard. Mm -hmm. We have a giant spider web coming off of a Mm -hmm. tree with a Mm -hmm. giant spider. Mm -hmm. We have a ghost that wraps around a tree. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. We try to add every year. It's getting getting crazy. Um, To make you feel better, um, our neighbors started decorating over the weekend as well. And as soon as they started getting theirs out, of course, our children were watching. And were like, we need to get out our Halloween decorations. Emergency, emergency. Um, So they put up a 12-foot skeleton that is... Like a blow-up? Like an inflatable? No, no, no. Like a real skeleton. Well, not real. Are your kids like... (laughs) Well, um, I mean, it's that's a news story. Yeah. Breaking news. Um, it's your, huge. Is it scary or kids or no? No, they love it. But uh-huh. it's also they are up on a hill. Mm-hmm. So it's just like towering Looming. above. Looming. Um, it was really funny. And so last year I broke down. They really wanted a skeleton. I broke down and got, you know me, like the cheapest, smallest little Amazon skeleton. Uh-huh. And so then I'm like, okay, we'll get out our stuff. And we get out this tiny skeleton. It's like... It's like a mouse compared to this thing Buck across up. the street. And uh, it was funny because they were like, wow. So I guess we have, like, the neighbor skeleton's baby here. Oh, Like, we have, yeah. like, a baby skeleton. I'm mm. like, well. Um, lots of discussion about the skeleton. They also have some inflatables. They have the ghost. They have the scary tree. The neighbors. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, we have, like, the one small skeleton and then some pumpkin-y stuff on our porch. Nothing major. Um, and then inside, the only decorations we have are all the old um, – handcrafted oh, kids I decorations. Oh, we have, we have reverse <laughs> handcrafted ones over the years, too. Yeah, and then, like, when it finally breaks, we're, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, it was funny, though. It's funny, though, because we go out in the yard. The kids are so obsessed. And the, and the neighbors just bought this. This is, like, their new edition yeah. this year. And they're pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty funny. And they're like, do you guys want to name it? And so now there's, like, a big discussion in my house about what the neighbor's skeleton is going to be Do the neighbors named. have children? Mm-hmm, but they're oh, older. Okay. They're, oh, okay. like, teenagers. I was like, wait, why are yeah. they not naming no, it? No, they're, okay. like, teenagers. Um, 
But it's so funny because Sam, you know, who can't really speak, is just, he just comes out and points at it and is like, I have no idea what he's saying. I'm sure he doesn't know the word skeleton. But he just, like, points at it and mumbles a bunch of things and has this, like, shocked look on his face. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And then we were walking in the neighborhood yesterday, and uh, another neighbor was walking toward our section, which is kind of like a dead end, so it doesn't get walked as much. Um, And they were walking purely because they were like, we had to come down and see the giant skeleton again. It's like a. It's, it's like, like a, a. It's a focal it's a point in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I got. Mm-hmm. They, you sh- they should charge money for this. They should. Um, but yeah, just so you don't feel badly, our neighborhood is full swing Halloween. Other yards are Halloweened out already too. Oh, it's, that it's does coming. make me feel better because yeah, Brian was coming. like, oh, "We're really doing this right now," and I was like, "We're doing it. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. like ready to go." Mm-hmm. Our inside, we like. I mean, it used to be a time pre-river would like I would just decorate for like fall, like a, f- a nice tasteful mm-hmm. fall wreath. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a, a fall y'all sign in the entryway. <laughs> now it's like we've gone. It is like spooky. Full, it's like happening. Yeah. So we we ordered more decorations this year, and I went to oh bed last night, and I woke up this morning, and there were like plastic bats. Like Brian hung plastic bats oh, from wow. like our ceiling. It's getting Whoa. it's getting serious Whoa. in our house. And uh, I, you know, I kind of love, love it. it. You love I it. Know. Yeah. No, I know. Do you love it? Am I the only one who no, loves it? I, I like the only reason I had a child is to have like a good reason to participate in these sort of all things. the things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, I'm fine with it. I, um, for me, the only thing I think about is like Ugh, taking we gotta it get down. The bin down. Oh. We got to get the stuff out. We got to like. It's just more. I will say this: like this is how you know you're getting old. I um, I've been ha- I got a this is a side story, but I've been having like some trouble with my knee, and of course Brian is like, uh huh, this is like what it is when you're turn forty. Mm-hmm. On on Sunday when we were decorating, I like bent down to get like mm-hmm. a bin mm-hmm. out of storage, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh god, my knee! So like I limped around mm-hmm. doing it all day, mm-hmm. and I thought. Oh, yeah, don't like, hurry back. I know, right? Mm-hmm. 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 We have these same conversations. Yeah. Yeah, we're old, A, um, and B, we just do oh. everything. Whoa. What I wonder if that? everyone heard that. I'm going to I'm gonna say yes. Wow, that was very loud from the computer. Apologies <laughs> at home. Um, uh, yeah, and we're just doing everything for our kids and, like, going full-on Halloween Halloween. Stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, remember when we had this debate over the inflatables at Christmas time? Oh, I'm afraid. And now you this have, year, like, 17 every, of them. Every year it gets more serious I, in my house. I, I, I don't I don't know. The, the only good news is our neighbor, this literally helps me sleep at night, our neighbors across the street have moved out of their house because they're renovating, and they're new neighbors. Um, they moved in in February, and now they moved out because they're, you know, doing some housework, and I'm like, I'm so glad the new neighbors do not have to be subjected to witness our, all yes, like the ha- but they like will they have, move back in eventually. I know. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I have like I have 2020, 2023. I'm being saved, or I, they're being right. saved. Right. The trauma of all of our tacky uh, Halloween and Christmas decorations. So next the year, kids love it though. I mean, right? But they're not kids. They're like retired. Oh, the neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you do? Yeah. Um, all right, the first article today, um, mom perfectly nails how impossible it is to be a working mom with kids in sports. Woo! This one hits home right here. I knew it would. Um, she talks about how this often resembles a well-choreographed dance mm-hmm. or sometimes just pure chaos. Um, this is it, the, the, her handle is at Rex and Mo. Okay. But um, she's, in, in this article, by the way, it's from Motherly. Um, she talks about it's an unrealistic 
expectation and just so hard. It doesn't make any sense and it feels unsustainable. Um, she talks about how every afternoon, you know, the kids get home from school and then it's just a race to get to all the different activities and practices and yada, yada, yada. You got to think about snacks. You got to think about dinner. You got to think about the equipment. You got to make sure the uniforms are clean. You got to think about the potty situation at these fields. You got to, you know, it's so much That's to consider. Um, I'm totally here for this. I just complained to Katie the other day about how the the crazy schedule of drop-offs and pickups in the afternoons, evenings for me. And it's just, it's really, it's, every time I do it, I'm, I'm just thinking, is this, is this worth it? Is it, what am I doing? Yeah. Why, why am I in the car? I don't, I, I don't blame you. Two and a half, three hours doing all this stuff. Um, anyway, the article, she ends up saying she does believe it's worth it. She thinks that what we're teaching our kids, the discipline, the sportsmanship, the teamwork, those types of things do matter. And I do agree with that. Um, I will also say, too, that for me, the alternative is they're sitting at home and want activities Mm -hmm. and want things to do and might start picking at each other. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot to do all these activities, but what are you going to do instead? And I think that also becomes a lot more relevant as they get older, right? And they're what are they doing instead? They're getting into trouble, perhaps. Mm-hmm. They're on their phone. They're doing, you know, I think at some point you'd rather them be at scheduled, um, wholesome activities, mm-hmm. right, than doing who knows what. Well, I think for you, I'm starting to, I mean, I have just one kid and she's in kindergarten and we have, this has just started you know, now she's in school full time and she has, you know, extracurricular swimming, soccer, dance at one point. Um, I think it's doubly complicated for you because you have four children. So even if all four children do one thing, right? you are, I am, I, you are like already maxed out, you know? I think sometimes sure. this is not you. Um, we, people do over schedule mm-hmm. their kids. I like, and I'm always very concerned concerned about that, you know, because then your your kids are overscheduled and you're overscheduled, if that makes sense. And like, it's yeah. like a lose lose for everybody. Um, the, here's the other thing that I feel like they don't talk about enough. Some, depending on the organization and the activity, some things are pre scheduled. You know the schedule in advance. Some things, like for instance, soccer. You don't know the date, the day of the week, and the time and when the location you sign up, you say? when you sign up. Yeah. And so it's just incredibly difficult when you don't know if so-and-so's practice is going to be on this day, which will conflict with so-and-so's ballet, which, you know, it's just, you know, getting them to these things and all of that is one thing. But even the scheduling aspect, I, I, I it's very tricky. Yeah. It's very tricky. And and I'm almost like, can we just please pick things, only things that the schedule is put out in advance? Well, like, and can I we feel switch like sports to whatever is, I don't even care yeah. what the sport is, but like something that I know in advance and can Some plan. places are good. Some organizations are good. Right. I found this this summer and you know months ahead of time, right. what day and time. Right. Other right. places you sign up. I'm thinking of one particular sport that both our girls play that you knew it was going to be on Saturdays, but you mm-hmm. didn't really know what Saturday it was going to start and you didn't mm-hmm. know what time it was going mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. And like for a planner like me, that was like, yeah, it's just tricky. Like, it's tricky. How do I, what do I do here? I just, what do I, I feel do? like there has to be some way to do some sort of like pre planning so that people like me aren't stuck with like I very, I mean, it's kind of worked out. It's yeah. tricky, but it's kind of, I've made well, it work. The, but 
you're forgetting the other thing that you're forgetting is that you work full time. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, this the person who the the writer here is talking about. She, there's one woman here who says she had to like take a day of PTO or. You know, right, some, right. some PTO every week just to get mm-hmm, her kid mm-hmm. to these places. And this yeah. is a real sacrifice. Like, that's PTO that you could have otherwise spent doing something you wanted mm-hmm. to do, something and that you enjoy. You yeah. know, yeah, you, fortunate, we're both fortunate. You work, uh, well, I don't know if I'd say fortunate, but you, you work so a morning, lucky. you work so, a morning shift. So lucky. So you're off in time, and I have some flexibility with my schedule. Um, but yeah, if, if, you know, for moms who have to be, in the office until 6 p.m. I don't know how you do it. I was talking to a mom uh, recently who said, you you have got to outsource all that. And she said, when my kids were the age of your kids, I had someone, I hired an afternoon person to drive them to all the things. Well, all the things. Like, me, that was their whole job, was driving kids and picking, yeah. drop off, Which pick is up. easier said than done in this climate. I feel like sure. child care is impossible. But I will say this, and I'm going to I'm gonna admit this, um, judge me if you will. River tonight has, so- uh, not soccer, uh, swim. She has swim at 4.15. So she gets out of school. By the time I pick her up, it's, you know, by the time we get home, it's like 3.30. Um, and then we got to leave for the pool at like, I don't know, because four. of traffic in Asheville. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a little bit before 4, just depending on what that main, Karen knows, because we live in the same, basically the same neighborhood and it's traffic is can be horrendous. Um, and then, you know, swim goes till 5. Anyway, long story short. Brian has dinners frequently on Tuesday nights, and it was like str- I would work. So Tuesdays are my really long day. Then I would go and pick River up at Carline, um, and then I would like rush home, try to get her a snack, change her into her swimsuit, and then when I would be at swim. Anyway, long- and then I would get home, and I would have to like cook dinner for us, and then try to get her in the bath, and then in bed. I finally, our nanny had has have, having less hours now that River in school is in school. I just asked her to spend the night on Tuesday nights. Like, hey, can you just come spend the night on Tuesdays? And that way, I'll take River to swim, and you can cook dinner. And then when I get home, like dinner, mm-hmm. when we get home at five thirty, like dinner is cooked, or like vice versa, like you take River to swim. And I will just tell you by, like, asking for help, it has made uh, like mm-hmm. it takes so. As we're recording this, it's a Tuesday, and it takes so much. I, I was so stressed on Tuesdays because I felt like I like got up at two in the morning and I didn't go to bed till like eight o'clock at night, and there was like no gap. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're doing that with four kids or two kids, I, I think it's really hard. I think it's if you have if you can afford help, and if you, like if you have the means and you have somebody who's willing mm-hmm. to do it, you should do it. It's yeah. just such a juggling. It is. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So yeah, uh, for, for all the other moms scrambling and running around, and and then like you hit traffic and one kid's late, and that, I mean that happened to me recently, and it was just like the whole <laughs> whole thing yeah. was out of whack, and then I'm like late for the next thing, late to get the the baby from it's daycare. It's just a domino, like, it's domino just, effect. Yeah, it's just a lot to squeeze into a little bit of time, and also let's not forget too, you know these are little kids. I know, and they are exhausted. So I do think I, I talked to a mom recently who said, yeah, I I just pulled my kid because I realized those days that we had whatever activity, they were exhausted and having meltdowns. And I thought, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. Like, if you see that. And I do think you said this earlier, we tend to over mm-hmm. commit. And if you're going through that and realize this is not working, yeah, pull them. It's not worth it. We we did a similar thing with one of the activities that River was doing. We just decided, like, she was just. Too much. She was, yeah, she was committed. She was doing swim and this other activity. And it was just like, it, uh, like 
during the week and she has homework now and I was stressed and she was stressed and she's five and she's transitioning to kindergarten and I just you know it's funny it's also one of those things I had an inkling as we were beginning the school year that it might be too much but I sort of just ignored my mm-hmm. intuition mm-hmm. that was stupid mm-hmm. yeah you know you kind of can tell when yeah yeah Anyway, um, I mean, so, I, yeah, I, I, you know, Bennett's about River's age, and I, could you not, she gets off the bus in the afternoons coming home from preschool, and is literally her face, you can just tell, and every day she's like, I'm so tired. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're thinking, they're doing. Yeah. It's just a lot for these little bodies and these little minds. And so. I, I will, I, I say this all the time, your kid has the rest of their life to be working and sleep deprived and running Busy. around from one thing to the next mm-hmm. like god give them just a little bit of time to enjoy yeah. childhood yeah. uh would you like to hear my mom's i would okay mama mom's um this is a podcast it's Ooh. called uh dear alana it's by tenderfoot tv i think you can get it i listened to it on apple Podcasts, but i'm pretty sure you can get it wherever you get your podcasts um this one is it a true crime no uh no but I no. oh, every every podcast you you suggest I listen to okay. and I love. Okay, this so one's intense. Know. In fact, I you know most of my podcast listening happening happens in the mornings so while I put my makeup on and like Same. reading through scripts uh, mm-hmm. before the show. I like Kate, so I like put my makeup on and then I like came out into the studio and was like getting mic'd up and my co-anchors were like, "What's happening?" I was like, "I just finished this like podcast and I just I'm very emotional." Yeah, so I'm not gonna give too much away. Um, it's about a young woman who disappears after harboring a secret. Her family blames conversion therapy. Mm. I don't know if that means anything to you guys. That's when, you know, um, the, the, the girl in this, this story, it's a true story, um, is she's gay and feels pressure to do this conversion therapy. And it's basically, it's told in such an interesting way and it's so tragic and it, I think it offers so much insight. And the person who, the, the, um, the, the, the person, the guy who produces it is just, um, he has had a similar experience and it's just, it's really interesting and poignant and sad. Be prepared because it is um, emotional. It's really emotional. Mm-hmm. It will. What's the name again? Um, Dear Alana. Okay. Uh, look it up. I thought it was. I I just finished it today. It's like I think it's an eight part series, and it just. I think they were releasing episodes, but I think all mm-hmm. of the episodes are out now. Um, it's it's a tearjerker, but I think it's an important one. So okay. check it out. Um, okay, my second uh, my second uh, my second story here is um, this one is from where is this from. I don't know. Newsweek. Okay. Um, mothers feel like bad moms this many times a year, according to a, to a poll. So the average mom who feels like a bad mom feels this way 156 times a year, according to new research. And I think basically what it, a third, yeah. a third ish yep. of the days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, I mean, at first I was like, okay, all right, what does this mean? And so I, I, this article is basically connecting a lot of this back to social, social media. media. Mm-hmm. Social mm-hmm. media. At first I didn't get, I mean, I yeah, got it. Yeah. But I was like reading it. And when I realized they're putting out all these statistics, there's lots of numbers in this article. Um, 62% of moms surveyed use social media. 26%, 26% didn't. And those that do were four times as likely to feel like a bad parent. Um, They also talked about mom influencers. 
on social media. And that played a huge part in these moms feeling bad and feeling pressure to do more, clean clean their houses more, cook dinner more, cook better meals, uh, buy organic, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and even how they felt about their bodies postpartum, how they felt about, I thought this was so interesting, like their pelvic floor issues. It was like so much that I was like, this is so specific. And to me, it's just um, further proof that social media may or may not be a good thing. ruining our lives. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Two thirds are completely over momfluencers. Yeah. Which I didn't really even know was like a thing. But oh, I guess there are. for sure. Yeah. You knew that it was, I mean, you well, knew it was a thing. You just didn't, you didn't know the title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, I, I, and I will say this, I purposefully follow, I guess, momfluencers who are the, not the norms, I would say. You know, the very truthful, don't have the nice houses, don't have the aren't, aren't like the the look that you know the the perfect mom look, right? Um, because I like to follow their realness, and they're funny, and they make everything you know make you feel better about life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I purposely follow those people, but of course I do follow some people who are the the perfect moms as well. And yeah, I totally get it, and I think it makes a lot of sense. And you know, as, as hard as I try not to be on social media, I mean, of course, we have to for work. Um, and, you know, you just get sucked in sometimes. And it is hard not to compare yourself. It's hard. I think I think anyone would admit that. Um, I think you either can just totally stay off it or I think if you get on it at all, you're going to get some of that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't think if you're on social media, specifically Instagram, I don't, right. I'm don't. i not a TikToker, but I have a funny feeling that TikTok is very similar sure. in terms of mom fluencers. Is that what we're saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to this is. And I, do, I too, I can think of a couple of different accounts that I find hilarious um, mm-hmm. that are so accurate and true to what real life is. And I think just like everything, so there can be good parts of social media because it kind of reminds you that there other other people are doing the same thing mm-hmm. that you are doing and mm-hmm. going through the same things and it makes you feel like you're you're not alone, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I do think social media can make you feel like crap. Um, that doesn't matter who you are. It can make you feel like crap. Right. And I was having a conversation with someone about this recently who brought up the point talking about our moms and you know was it this hard for them what 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 why is it so hard for us and social media wasn't there mm-hmm. and i just have to wonder how much of a role that plays yeah. and you know for our moms right there there was no instant comparison there was no, you know, you had. You would I, talk to your friends, but like right, beyond that, it was that, just there your was, friends. You couldn't see what it Becky was in Nebraska was doing. Yeah, it was yeah. whatever your friends were doing. Sure. That was the norm. And that, you know, that was it. Um, so I just wonder how much, because I don't feel like moms and the generation before us felt this much pressure and right. this much. I don't think, I don't think if you would have done this poll then, I don't think. You know, 65% of moms would have said they felt like a bad mom 156 times a year. 156 times a year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mean, I feel like I probably feel like a bad mom about a third of the yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. 
I, I mean, sometimes in like a given day, I feel like a bad mom. Yeah, 156 times a day, are we talking, or a year? What I mean, I, I know, I know. I mean, but sometimes you feel like a good mom, too. Like, And there can be a day where you feel like a good mom and then later feel like a bad mom. I think the problem is that. when you feel like a good mom, you're like, oh, and then it passes. When you feel like a yeah. bad, at least for me, when I feel like a bad mom, I linger over it and it feels like it lasts for well, forever. Well, kind of the and same with anything. Do you ever notice when people give you a compliment not you, just people in general mm-hmm. as a person. When people give people compliments, if you're that person who's receiving the compliment, you, you're like want to be like, okay, thanks, and then move on. Like, yeah. But if someone says something that insults you or hurts your feelings, you, can't stop you hang on it. to it forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the mm-hmm. same way yeah. uh, you're feeling about being a mom, which is, you know, it's unfortunate. It, it'd be nice if we could switch the narrative. Um, yeah, social media is fake. Everything you see on social media mm-hmm. is staged and fake for the, for the most part I I do think there's some I think I think I think now it's coming around to there are few and far between but I think there are some efforts to be more real I think the um the idea behind them can be real but I think like if you see a reel that you think is funny or a post that you think is funny don't I mean very few of those are spontaneous Mm, moments sure yeah that's like even stuff that the intent or the idea behind it is real I mean, those are thought out. Those re- I'm thinking of one particular influencer who I think is hilarious, and she does such a good job of being. I can think of several who are. It's yes, that's real life, but also mm-hmm. it took you hours to do to that. Do that. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So I mean, just keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, okay, so this last article. Uh, this man is demanding his wife to lower her parenting standards, mm. um, and it's sparking some fury. This mm-hmm. is from Newsweek. Um, so I, th- I think there's a lot to this. this. This wife says she's, of course, always overwhelmed, as we all do. Her kids are 8, 10, and 12, so older than, than our Katie and I's kids. But um, the dad says he's happy to help, happy to pitch in, but his her standards are too high. So, you know, he's saying you're putting this on yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, I get that you're overwhelmed, but, like, you're doing this to yourself. This isn't a normal thing, and we need to just lower the standards. But, so at first I was like, yeah, I, I could see where the dad's coming from, you know. Um, but then it gets into what he's actually. Yeah, right? You're like. What's actually going on like, in this house? Wait a second. Is this like, do we need to call DSS? Yeah. So the dad's upset because the mom makes everybody, makes the parents, makes one of them get up in the mornings to help get the kids off school, to school. And their kids are I'm how sorry. Old? 8, oh. 10, and 12. Yeah. I mean, my oldest is eight, and there's no way she could get up and get off to school herself. I mean, it's just not. I mean, she's very responsible, but it's just not happening. Yeah. Um, so that, I was like, I'm sorry. Well, I, 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 I cannot imagine that when our kids are those ages, we're going to be like, yeah, it's fine You're to good. sleep in. Right. Get your I breakfast, mean, you get your book bag, and get off. Onus. By the time my kid sure. is 12, I hope that they're taking some onus. Of, but you you're know. still going to get but up with them. But you're not going to stay in bed no. and sleep through them going to school, no. are you? No, you're not. You're um, not. The mom limits screen time and plans outings, and the dad is like, well, let's just let them stay home and right. do nothing. Um, well, he talks about how she plans these outings, and they're tired and they're exhausting on the weekends. And then, like, you know, when it's like – the outing is over or whatever they're doing for the weekend is over. She is like complaining just about how exhausted and how like overwhelmed she is. And his point is, is like, well, well don't then do why it. don't, why yeah. do we do that? Yeah. Why I do mean, we do I, that? I can kind of see both yeah. sides, but as the one who also plans the outings and packs the snacks and does all the things, or not all the things, but you know, does a lot of that. 
I, I've said this before, I think sometimes you need those activities to get the kids out of the house and to stop people from arguing and to get, you know, whatever. But also it's just good for them, right? It's good like for you them. Want them to experience yes. life and events. I mean, and... if we're just sitting around watching TV all day, what are we doing? Right. Is there a happy medium here? I well, that's like, so, yes. so the expert says, the expert weighs in and says both sides sound too extreme. Yeah. You know, maybe the mom's doing a little bit too much, but also the dad is maybe <laughs> wanting to do a little too little. Right. Um, I do think, and I, don't, I think to me, at least my opinion, 8, 10, and 12, they're still pretty young. I do think there comes a point where maybe they're all teenagers or something where you can step back more. But I don't think it's here. And I, I, and I think that well, these I, ways, specifically, I mean, I think you should, in my opinion, I th- you know, I think there should always probably be, be some limits on screen time and some standards and boundaries. Well, by so. the time your kids are older, like this, a teenager, by the way, they're going to be having their own events and things that they have planned for the weekends, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the other thing is, like, this is that age range where it's on you and then soon you will graduate out of that and your kids will have their right. own things they want to do on the weekends. I'm just going to say I'm I'm standing in solidarity with the mom on this one. I mean, and I so do by the way, this was um, this mom posted this on Reddit too and so, most of the Reddit people mm-hmm. stand by the mom as yeah. well. Yeah. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to sleep in in the morning and let my kids get off to Absolutely. school but it's just not realistic. Yeah. Win of the week. So I have a win Tell that you us. were a part of, Katie. Oh, oh, um, I don't know what it is. I can't imagine what it is. So Katie and Ingrid, um, our old, our old podcast host. Remember here. her? Let's get her back in here to do like she an should, episode she should or come two. Come on and be a guest. Yeah. Um, it took me out for my birthday over the weekend, and it was so lovely. Um, we ate at a place where I would not take my children. Mm. Um, anytime I go out without my kids, I'm like, I only want to go to places that I you can't take kids. Right. You know. That's smart. Um, but it was a lovely meal, lovely conversation. Um, went and had some dessert. We, Katie and I, which kind of surprised oh, me. Oh, I loved this. We did a dessert. It should and not surprise dessert. you. I love desserts. No, no, no. It surprised me that both of us, like, I, I don't oh. feel like we were planning on doing, we did a dessert, oh. which is fine. Yeah. We did a dessert wine pairing. It was Fabulous. Which was lovely. You got to taste all of the dessert wines and then pick the one that went with your dessert. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I mean, I love things like that where you can try different things mm-hmm. that you wouldn't normally try. Um, it was lovely. It was just lovely. It was nice. It was that- it's always nice Basically, to get a break. we get to go to dinner um, three times a year, and that's for um, mm-hmm. Ingrid's birthday and then my birthday and Karen's birthday. So that's, I'll see you. Accurate. We'll do dinner again in May for mm-hmm. Ingrid's birthday. Mm-hmm. Looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to That's like get another friend so that we can go, <laughs> so we can go four times. Well, if we're gonna do Is that, there anybody out there? Let's get let's get like you know enough so we can do once a month. Yeah, like, let's get right. a group of let's twelve. Twelve. Here. Yeah. All right, we're picking up some friends here just so yeah. we can yeah go out to dinner more without our children. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hope you hope you get out and have a little break from your kids if you if you need it or want it. Yes. Um, and have a wonderful weekend. Sorry, have a no, wonderful week. Maybe. Are you listening on a Friday or a Saturday? Have a wonderful weekend. If you're it's listening, Tuesday, but apparently I'm already Monday, thinking about the Tuesday, weekend. Wednesday. Have a great week. Yeah. See ya. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.